Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Uh, Good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Almost a new month. We are running out of May. Tuesday, May 31st. T-Row in the morning show time in studio today. Listen how uh, rich quality my sound is today, TJ. Can you hear that? I I did have to adjust your mic just a minute ago. I really sound good today. Was it a little too hot? Did I scream into it a little too hot? No, just uh, I'm used to you at a certain level Uh, out of studio and then... Oh, I have to adjust myself. Hold on here. I'm Good hot. morning, everybody. Oh, man, I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a great Memorial Day. Uh, Sooners win the Big 12 tourney title. You heard it right there. Women win the Supers. We've got brackets for you of all shapes and sizes coming up today. We've got match play going on out at the desert. we got to talk about TJ's weekend at the lake. Lots of stuff to do on a Tuesday morning Good morning out there, state of Oklahoma and beyond. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, and we are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It is a bad boy day for me, TJ. I have a very small window here to get some yard work done. I lazied out yesterday on the holiday, which means I got to get I got to get stuff done today, which means bad boy day today. And, uh, and then I'm on an airplane again tomorrow to go to Florida, so... You could see me, sunglasses, hat backwards, a little bit later on this afternoon. Tomorrow? Boy, they're getting you out there. You're going to have a vacation. Yeah, well, I mean, we travel tomorrow, practice Thursday, get after it Friday. So. Oh, yeah, my day. I'm thinking this is Monday. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's not crazy then. Yeah. How are you, man? How was your uh, weekend? Um, I'm all right. I, uh, I don't feel great. What's I, wrong? I'm, well, I'm fine. It's just I've got this junk that's been sitting in my chest since Friday. So, Well, let's stay away from each other this morning. I was going to tell you to stay in there today when All you right. were going to be in studio. Keep so. your distance for pizza. Um, I think it's just allergies. but um, It was great. It was terrible. It was upsetting. It was oh. fabulous. It was stressful. Huh. It was stressful. Yeah. 
and a little bit more stressful. So well, that's how my weekend was. Yeah, that right was there, that was we? that was my Man. weekend. A lot of it. It was like a therapist session. We got. Well, is everything okay? Oh, everything's fine. Okay. Everything's great. Everything ended up turning out great. It was just a. It was just a stressful few days. So uh-huh. yeah. Do you want to get into it, or do you want to save it for later in the show? What exactly well, was stressful about your Memorial one, Day weekend? Our lake level is way up. Our ramp's closed, sure. so we have to go to a, a ramp we were not used to. Ah, not getting a boat in and out of the water. Getting a boat a in ramp and out of the water. A, bra- a new boat that we're not used to the boat itself. I see. I see. This is the second boat, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. The other one sold, by the way. I'm running into people at Sam's yesterday asking about my two boats and stuff. I'm like, look, I sold the boat, okay? I've got one boat. (laughs) Out of the blue at Sam's. (laughs) Um, So that was stressful because it was one of the only ramps, well, on that side of the lake, the only ramp open. So everyone's going to that ramp. And so the parking's tight, the situation's Everybody, I bet Different. there were some grumps out there. There were some people that yeah. don't know what they're doing that were, at one point, my wife hey, I man, thought was going to get into a fight. You're bumping into my Trump flag. They're Knock it walking off. walking behind my wife as she's backing into the lake. And then he's looking at her like it's her fault. And she's like, what are you doing? Get out of my way. <laughs> she's so. not real subtle, is she? <laughs> no, no, Officer Perry sometimes is not. But she was in the right there. Like, don't be walking behind right. a backing boat, you idiot. Uh, but we were also helping a couple that were new to the lake, new to their boat, ah. new to everything. New to Swingers Cove. And we were responsible for helping them with everything. And then they went to go take their boat out Saturday. Wouldn't start. Oh. Uh, we had all kinds of issues with the boat. <laughs> this was a new boat they had just bought. Oh, uh, well, used new boat. But, it's out on the lake and it won't work. Um, we didn't get it to the lake. This was at the tr- uh, trailer park. So... Anyway, I, that was stressful. So then we're piling them and their whole family into our boat to take our boat out for the first time in a stranger. So that was all stressful. Then we finally got the boat fixed Saturday evening. Um, now my days are getting confused. Yeah, Saturday evening so they could take it out Sunday. So then we're teaching them how to launch it and helping them launch it while we're launching our boat. And it was just so it was just stressful. A lot all of stuff of going on. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of boat launching, a lot of yeah. backing, a lot of... Teaching. And I screwed up the baseball game on Saturday. You screwed up the that baseball game. That was my game. fault. What it was happened? TJ's fault. What happened? I set automation for the wrong time. Saturday. What was Saturday? Uh, pre-game. You got some tweets, I know. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake tech me, like, yelling at me, like, hey, you idiot. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, that was my fault, so. I, uh, I got, uh, you know, I'm in my opening monologue, uh, a.k.a., you know, as a lot of people call me the modern-day Johnny Carson. Those opening yeah, monologues. Yeah, I get that much, a lot. You pretty much are. And I'm in my opening monologue and my phone starts lighting up and that's never a good sign. <laughs> you know, I'm I I can't I can't like look at it because I'm trying to read what I've written here because it's beautiful prose. And I'm trying to read it, and at the same time I know something has gone wrong because my zzz, zzz, zzz. So I finally Toss it to Blake for a question or something and I look and everybody, hey, what time are you coming on? It's not on. It's not on. Yeah, I said twelve thirty. I don't know what I was doing or why I did that, but I was looking at a lot of times. Here's your opportunity to apologize to Sooner Nation right here. Well, I apologize. Missing my opening monologue. It's TJ's fault. It's TJ's fault. Yeah, yeah, it was my fault. Definitely. Thank you. Well, um, that sounds stressful. Sounds like you had a lot going on. Yeah, 
Did you have some R and R at all? Did you have some fun? Did you get to Did you get to float or whatever you do out there? The, we floated, sit yeah. on the back porch and rock and make some burgers. We did all that. Yeah, we had ride the four wheeler around and mm-hmm. sift through the trash looking for toys and we all that did, stuff. We did all that. Walk and a baby he, goat. There is. Uh, we did walk the baby goat. <laughs> I saw that picture and I, I said, we got to get him away from the lake. This is the next, I was, uh, next I, episode of Ozark is going to be made from TJ's lake. That life. was, uh, I don't remember what day that was on. Saturday, I was on the deck grilling burgers. And I look up and here comes Bronx with a goat on a leash. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm walking the baby goat. I'm like, all right. Golly. <laughs> Was that on his way to a meth pickup, or do you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, the people I'm just talking about that are new out there had to bring, well, they didn't have to. They brought their mom and dad out with them. Mom yeah. and dad own a farm. Apparently, the baby goats, the mom won't feed oh, yeah. the baby goats, so they're bottle feeding them. So they couldn't leave them at the farm, or they would die. Yeah. So there were two baby goats out at the lake this weekend. So yeah, They need to be walked. They got to have their exercise. They had to get walked. They had to get fed with the bottle. Yeah, so that was that was quite the sight when you look up and see... Uh, Bronx and McKenzie walking two baby goats down the street. So. Well, at least it wasn't windy for you out there this weekend. At least it was. That added nice to my stress. Don't even bring up the wind. <laughs> but your weekend was great, and you sounded great. Oh, thank you, you buddy. You got it done uh, this weekend. Thank you, you buddy. got it done. I, that's right. I got it done. I didn't mess around this weekend. I went down there. I broadcasted my hindquarters off. And came back with a trophy, TJ. They fit you for your ring yet? Not yet. I'm okay. sure that's uh, in coming days. Coming We're up. concentrating on the NCAA tournament right now. So get you a bigger ring. Go get you a bigger ring now. I did not fight with any opposing broadcasters. Um, I did uh, have a moment with the Texas crew after the game on the way down. I rode down with the elevator with Craig and Roger. Uh, Roger does the color for Texas baseball, mm. and we got on the elevator. I had all my equipment. Uh, they they had all their equipment. Craig said, uh, uh, Roger says he thinks you guys got a case to host a regional. I said, you think, Roger? You think? <laughs> Gee, thanks. No, I think their I case was, well, we'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, no, nah, it wasn't quite that hostile. But I was like, well, thanks, Roger. Appreciate that bone. Uh, but no, it was perfectly executed uh, week, actually. I dined with Kurt Keeley. I was going to ask you. I knew you were supposed to do that on Friday. Yeah. How did that go? Wonderful. He paid. What? Kurt bought me and Blake's lunches. Hold we, on. We went to a bar- barbecue joint there in Texas Live. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it was great. I can't remember what it was called. I'll think of it That's here the one second. I couldn't remember the name of. Was it Salt Lick? No. No, they uh-uh. must have changed it then. I thought it was Salt Lick. No, it was it was Rudy's esque kind of where you go order it and then they give it to you on the, the you know the, the paper there and you got right. You know. hmm. It was really good. We sat there for probably a couple hours. Hour Kurt and a half. Keeley paid for your lunch. I lie not to you. Kurt Keeley insisted on buying our lunch. My mind is blown right I, now. Uh, that that Friday was great. I didn't have any games on Friday, so we went and had a long lunch together. We solved all the world's problems. And then uh, went and watched a baseball game together. Watched the, I think it was OSU and TCU maybe. Ate two bags of peanuts together. It was a real bonding day for me and Kurt. 
Oh, you had a nice weekend. He probably stayed in a good mood the whole weekend. Kurt so. was in a great mood. Yeah. Everybody was in a great I'm mood sure they, all weekend. It should have been, yeah. Uh, was, uh, yours was about as stress-free as you can go for a tournament like that. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Everything went other than the guy at the ref forgetting our game time. <laughs> I didn't forget. I put in the game time rather than the pregame time. I messed it up. It was my fault. Hey, I'm fully lake, admitting folks. it yeah. was my fault. No, Completely I was, distracted. That was all set when I was here but Friday morning. if it was morning. a softball game, we would have got it right. <laughs> no. I said all that before <laughs> we left the state on show Friday. So I don't know what I looked at. I just looked at the wrong time. Yeah. I'm sorry. My fault. That's okay. That's right. Yeah. You, you fell on the sword. I've admitted it. Yeah, you fell my, on the sword. It's fault. enough. You've, you've, you've apologized enough. Uh, uh, unfortunately, because I'm in studio, I cannot play my drops today. <laughs> Good. Or I would have hit it's TJ's fault about 50 times. Yeah, I don't have that drop. It doesn't exist on my computer. So, uh, yeah, that's no good. All right. Well, uh that's good. So, uh, I don't think we have anything else to talk about about our weekends. Oh, I did uh I did um let me see if I can phrase this where it doesn't end up coming back to haunt me. I did order some wings again from the restaurant yeah? named Wild Peckers. <laughs> right. I think I did that okay. <laughs> Got you some wild peckers down in Arlington. That's right. <laughs> uh I don't remember what night it was. It was late in the tournament. It was uh I, I don't think I had ordered I hadn't I'd either eaten with the team or eaten with Kurt or eaten at the ballpark I hadn't eaten out at all and uh oh it's Saturday because we won Saturday remember we won the first game on Saturday we because I went to Southern Nazarene just for that texter out there that gets irritated uh, we, we had one on the uh text this morning from two something in the morning Saturday night uh-huh. explaining how you or I neither one went to OU. Who <laughs> like, just left the bar and felt they needed to text this in drunk at 2.15 in the morning. And I was I went back to the hotel, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm ordering in. I'm going to watch some ball. I'm going to chill tonight. I'm going to order in. And I uh, was looking around at you know what I could door dash or uh, deliver, and I was like, why not? Why not Wild Peckers again? That place was fantastic. So I got some more wings from uh, Wild Peckers, and uh, it was really good. That place makes really good wings. I don't know what they got going on over there, but they got really good wings. So uh, I knew you'd enjoy that. I knew you couldn't resist them being there that many days. You were going to have some Wild Peckers. Highly recommend it. I highly recommend that place. Uh, All right, break time. Let's uh, let's get after some bracket talk coming up. I want to take some of your thoughts out there today. I know there's a whole lot of OU baseball and softball and golf fans that are fired up and want to uh, want to chat today. You can call us, 405-329-9000. Or we love uh, when you hit the text line. It's the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Is that right? I've said a lot of sponsors the last. Yeah, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Underway on a Tuesday, the final day of May. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex 
Specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area helping you with all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. That in the uh, victory over Texas to win the Big 12 uh, championship or Big 12 tournament, I should say. I saw people getting on to each other on Twitter over that. Over what now? I'm sorry, I wouldn't pay attention. Uh, saying uh, Big 12 championship rather than tournament champion. Mm, they didn't yeah. want to be accused of being Oklahoma State and taking conference championships that weren't necessarily right. regular season championships. I don't know. It was a whole well, big thing. Well, the, the whole softball thing got the baseball team in trouble. Because the softball team lost the tournament championship to OSU right. and then said, well, that's not the real championship. Yes. Then when the baseball team won the tournament championship, you put us in a pickle, softball. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, there's enough love to go around. Well, the one question here, we had this before we got in. Go Wanted ahead. to talk about it. Uh, how does Texas and OSU get to host a regional uh, site for the NCAA, but OU doesn't? They both finished behind OU in the Big 12 standings. Then OU just won the dang tournament. Only team to not have a loss makes zero sense. What say you, Toby Rowland? Well, what say you first? I follow this as closely as I do. I um, Saturday evening, I thought, Oh, man, this is going to be awesome. Uh, OU gets to host a regional. Uh-huh. They're going to have games uh, in Norman this weekend. Toby's not going to have to travel. Oh, uh, you're looking and out for me. That was Thanks, before buddy. they even won Sunday's game. I I don't know. I Really, with both those teams that are hosting, I was kind of scratching my head but um, and why Oklahoma wasn't. So, I, I you know, they deserve to. You don't have a good answer. I don't have a good answer, yeah. I mean, there's not a reason for it. You have some losses early in the year that may have dinged you, I guess, in their minds, but finishing the way you did, winning the amount of series you won late in the year, coming into that tournament as hot as you did, then walking right through it the way that you did, I, I, there's no reason that they're not hosting this weekend. Um, I will give you the – so there's a lot of things to like about OU's resume. A lot of them that were mentioned there. Uh, conference finish, tournament champion, which we need to circle back to that topic because that hadn't been decided yet when the regional host sites were announced. Geniusly. Um, The way they finished, the number of quad one wins they have, which is third most in the country and most in the Big 12. Um, there There are a whole lot of metrics that when you compare them to, and you've just picked out OSU in Texas, right? Yeah, uh, you you could compare them to Auburn or, you know, several other of the regional host sites, Florida, and OU's numbers are as good or better. The one area it's not is bad losses, and we talked about this before the year started. Um, those midweek slough-off games that nobody gets excited about matter. And Oklahoma had seven what you would consider bad losses. That is a quad three or a quad four loss. Um, and those other schools didn't have that many. Uh, Northwestern State early in the year. That series that got moved to Arlington would fall into the bad loss category. Uh both New Orleans games that they lost would fall into that loss would fall into that category. Lamar 
you know, there's seven altogether if you add them up. We we'll fall into the quad three or quad four category of bad losses. And that's really the only thing you can look at. For example, Texas had, let me see here, where's Texas at? Texas had three of those, and OSU had four of those, and OU had seven. So that, that's all I can tell you. I'm not, I'm not justifying anything. That's the only area I can find. Where you could say, all right, well, these teams have a better statement or better case than Oklahoma. Quite frankly, I think a lot of it has to do with where you perceive a team to be when the season starts. Yes, that I think that's where a lot of it came down to. That's always been one of my problems with the RPI is we start the year with a ranking. And the RPI goes off of that ranking. to start. They have nothing else to go off of. And that ranking has a predetermined idea of how good teams are going to be. And a lot of that is packed with SEC and ACC teams. And so those teams play each other. They just regenerate their quality. And it ends up with them having high RPIs. The year started with us thinking Texas was number one in the country. OSU, I think, was preseason top ten. And they had good years. They had good years. Better than OU years? I don't think so but good years, and uh, and so they are rewarded with regional hosts. The biggest problem with OU not hosting is the time of that announcement. I think if they had waited until after the – if they had waited until Monday, OU jumped up to 19 in the RPI, OU's hosting a regional. I, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind. They can say that wouldn't be the case, but there's no way you watch that game Sunday night. OU kicked them. And they're as hot as they are and say this team doesn't deserve to host. And so that's silly to me. And my beef, and I said this on the broadcast the other night, TJ, was I don't have a problem with when the Big 12 played the game. I I don't have a problem with what ESPN did. ESPN set up a marquee day for college baseball on Sunday. They had four consecutive conference championship games on national television. College baseball does not get that a lot. They went ACC, SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. It was a great day for college baseball on ESPN on Sunday. Kudos to ESPN. I have no problem with that or when the games are played. My problem is with this stupid thing about announcing the sites a day early. Completely unnecessary. It's arbitrary. I, I don't... I suppose years ago somebody decided, hey, it would give us a head start if you would let us know a day early. Softball doesn't do that. Basketball doesn't do that. Women's basketball sites are not known until that bracket comes out. Now, men's basketball is known in advance, but women aren't. Women's basketball plays, remember the top four seeds? That's what the excitement was about OU getting a top four seed because they got to host a regional. All right. There is no and and in most cases those brackets come out on a Sunday and the games start on a Thursday. There is no reason in this day we move football games in forty eight hours. We just had a hurricane in New Orleans and played a football game forty eight hours later in Norman. These places put in bids for regionals. They know they might be getting a regional. They are prepared. They have a plan. You don't need to give them an extra 12 hours to get a head start on booking those hotel rooms or 
ordering the catering or whatever. There's no reason Sunday night you have to announce the host sites. There's not a show. There's no show. They're, tweet them out. They're, they could have said on Sunday, you know what? This Big 12 championship game could be impactful. This matters, yes. Instead of 7.30, we're going to tweet this out after the game. They could have said that. There's no show that they have to hit a deadline for. So it's just another example of the ineptitude of the NCAA, which I defend more than anyone. But this is absolutely ridiculous that they do it this way. And the nightmare scenario hit them Sunday night. We got a team on a hosting bubble that's playing right in the middle of when we are announcing these sites. Is there anybody in the room that can think of something we could do about this problem? Grown men, (laughs) men of stature, athletic directors, and leaders of universities. Can anybody think of a way around this issue? We're supposed to announce the sites on Twitter at 730, and there'll be a game going on at that time that could have ramifications as to our host sites. I'll take suggestions now. Yes, anyone? And they knew at the time it was a problem when the one team had put eight on the board. Yeah. Yeah, so. So uh, that that's the biggest issue. Now, I, I, I have no problem with OSU or Texas hosting. They're very good baseball teams, and as far as I'm concerned, should be. And honestly, I'm kind of I'm not glad because I feel bad for OU fans that don't get to come watch them play. But OU being a ticked off two seed, that's fine. That, that, that kind of fits in with the way they've been disrespected all year by everyone. So, but it is mind boggling how badly we screw up some of these things. These important things in college sports. It's utterly befuddling how stupid we are sometimes. (laughs) I cannot fathom the scenario by which these men are sitting in a room, or women, I don't know who's in that room. They're smart people, TJ. What what attention does that gain them through Twitter to send those out on Saturday night? None. Zero. Zero. If anything, it got them... Utter criticism across the board. Right. That's why people Ooh, are like, why are they those, sending this out right now? Have you guys seen the retweet numbers we're getting on the Corvallis Regional? Get out of here. You know what it would do? It would build more drama to the selection show that you're re- you're having on TV on Monday. There would be more reason for people to tune in. Like normal bracket reveals, TJ. Like every other bracket reveal in the world. And why don't we do it a day early when we don't really have all the results in yet? We'll get a lot of likes. Anybody seen that Gainesville Regional? Whew, the, the metrics on that tweet we sent out are off the charts. Jiminy Christmas. Hey, uh, I got a suggestion. Yeah, you back of the room, athletic director at uh, East Popcorn State. What if we didn't send the tweet out until after this uh, impactful baseball game was played? Then we could consider the results of that game, and then, you know, maybe it changes how we think about things. Uh, I mean, I told my wife I'd be home at 9, and uh, we got dinner reservations at the Salt Lick. Let's go ahead and get it over with. <laughs> we'll be back.
The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Jeez. I just got a, uh, I guess this came in overnight. So, I tweeted out yesterday. My days are running together. I think this was after the game Sunday night, after the championship game Sunday night, I tweeted out, uh, OU pitchers combined for 51 Ks and seven walks in the Big 12 tourney. Yeah, I saw that tweet. So somebody hit me back last night from at 2019, I beat cancer. Congratulations. Nice. Way to go. Uh, Wrong. All caps. Wrong! Exclamation point. They combined for, colon, 51 Ks and seven BBs. No apostrophe is needed, all caps. They they were unhappy that I put between the K and the S and apostrophe and between the BB and the S and apostrophe. I understand you live in a state where education and women's rights are non-existent, so it is understood. <laughs> that, was, that was the reaction to me putting an apostrophe on the Ks and the walks. I think, so you don't put an apostrophe on Ks? I've always done it. I thought you did. The walks, I don't know that I've ever put that into something. But B, I, put, I did BB, apostrophe S. Yeah. And K, apostrophe S. I've done that my whole the life. The strikeouts so. belong to them and the walks belong to them. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about it. The fact that the apostrophes got this person so riled up <laughs> that they had to tweet me back and go into women's rights and education is a little triggered, dude. Or lady, whatever you are. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I also got some Texas fans upset with me uh, Sunday night because I said on the air, and I guess it got to them, that I thought the Hispanic Titanic was a bad nickname for uh, Ivan Melendez, Melendez, who is a great player, a great player. Tremendous player, yeah. He hit an, another towering shot against OU on Sunday. What is that, 30 home runs on the year? Runaway Big 12 player of the year is going to be national player of the year. I hope the Cincinnati Reds draft him because I think he is an absolute superstar, TJ. I love Ivan Melendez. But the Titanic sank. <laughs> That's a good point. They named the guy after one of the great failures in world history. <laughs> but it rhymes. <laughs> well, I offered up as a better solution. How about the Latino Bambino? <laughs> The, maybe the greatest baseball player of all time. Right. The Titanic sank. It's a good point. It's a great point. I get what they're coming at, too. The Titanic was big, strong, but you're right. It hit an iceberg. And, and thousands of people died. <laughs> right. Well, they, they didn't like the fact they didn't that like, I was They didn't like you getting I, after I, their like, nicknames. Listen, I said fine. I cannot be in charge of all of OU's nicknames and helping Texas. So you guys are going to have to figure it out on your own. I'm just telling you, that's a bad nickname. <laughs> like, what if you named what if what if our star player's name was Lindenberg? <laughs> hey, I know it rhymes with Hindenburg. <laughs> anyway, he's just rubbing it in. They they had just. 
you know, they're losing to Oklahoma. They're going to lose the Big 12 tournament. And then you don't like their nickname. So, well, who decided? Who did not somebody at some point go, you know what? Probably not a great nickname. Maybe him. Maybe Ivan Melendez go, how about you not nickname me after one of the great tragedies in world history? Where did the uh, – well, I guess the question is, where did the nickname come from? I don't know. Did he give it to himself? Did it come from high know. school? Did it carry over? Craig Way? Craig Way at some point I said it and it stuck. So, this could be Craig's fault. You need I, to get after Craig. I don't know whose fault it is. I'm just telling you. I think Latino Bambino would have been a great nickname. That's a great nickname, yeah. He's obviously, I mean, it's embracing his culture, which Hispanic Titanic does. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's play some audio, TJ. How about we start with Patty? Uh, the Sooners win the Super Regional on Saturday. Was that right? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Win the Super Regional on Saturday. Uh, two straight wins over UCF. They're headed to the Women's College World Series. After the game, Chris Plank on the field with the GOAT. For the sixth straight season, Oklahoma's heading back to the Women's College World Series on the field post-game with Patty Gasso. Coach, congratulations. What a moment, right? <laughs> it never gets old. I'm no, really, really excited about the way this team played for the last two weeks. Since since the Big 12 tournament, this team has really elevated their game and has been pitching well. All three phases of our game have been outstanding. There's moments where... And, and I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I get to go on every trip with you where you stop and you're like, I feel like it was just yesterday. We were in L.A. starting the season, or I guess in that case, Santa Barbara. But I would imagine for you there's also moments where it's like, that seemed like that was years ago. Yeah, it <laughs> seems like it's years ago. I'm glad you're at, like you're stress-free and you're feeling like it was yesterday. But the season has been um, – it's been long. It's been wearing, um, especially living in the place that we're living and expectations and – you know, what if, how come, why aren't you, you know, and it's losing two games ain't too bad, but um, I've been really proud of this team and how they've handled a lot of the noise that's let's, been out there. Let's talk about what happened in those two games. No, I'm just kidding. But that's the... <laughs> you're, you're it. You're that, you're that fan. Don't do no, that. No, but, but, but the base, that, that's wild because, and it's a credit to you, the baseline expectation is a World Series berth. I mean, part of you has got to have such immense pride in that, but that is that championship mindset, man. It's tough to have it's all season long. It's tough to have all season. It's tough to get your team to play like that all season. And I, there is pride in the expectation, but we're people, and people forget that. They think we're living in another world <laughs> where, you know, nothing bothers us or, you know, we have no feelings. We just go out like robots. This team has gone through some emotions without question. Um, and we've, I think we've done a pretty good job of talking them out and just making sure that everybody is the best they can enjoying what we're doing. The, the, what, of the many great lessons in being your play-by-play guy since 16 that I feel like I've taken is that the joy is in the journey. But as you said, there's been some hiccups in this journey. Um, one of them hit right before the postseason started. How about the way your pitchers have responded to not having – the ace out there and yeah, seeing Jim Rocha get ready. It's been tremendous. And today, I don't know if anybody even noticed, but our team had like Jordy Ball eye black going Saw on. That. And I thought, you guys are awesome. It was just a nice tribute to Jordy. Um, but at the same time, just seeing Nicole May and Hope lead this team to this point 
really has me excited about what's going on, uh, what we have going on forward. You know, you mentioned, let's talk about Nicole May and Hope real quick before we get to your hitters. Hope Troutwine said in our post game yesterday, I used to sit and watch these postseason games, and now I'm a part of it, and her family is here. And then she elevates and finds a different level. How fun has that been to see? It's been great. The one thing that Hope, we got to keep Hope from, is just thinking about what she's doing. If we could just keep her focused on, you know, because every once in a while she'll have a little hiccup, and it's because maybe she's going back and thinking about the pitch she just threw. But she has come so far from her time at North Texas. Um, no disrespect there at all. Right. It's just a different program with a different way of doing things. And she's learned so much about pitching, uh, setting up hitters, uh, developing a changeup. Uh, she's done just hardworking, done a great job with a great attitude. She is that team mom, constant smile, just wonderful to be around. And then Nicole May is one of those people that, you know, she almost seems emotionless at times, <laughs> but when she gets fired up, it seems like it brings up everyone. When she gets fired up, somebody snaps a picture and I see it on social media and I'm like, I didn't even know she could look like that. <laughs> so when she wants to and she's feeling it, she lets it loose. But otherwise, she is very uh, calm and very neutral and very balanced. It doesn't get too high, doesn't let a home run. I mean, a ball got hit out. She came back and got two strikeouts, I think, right after or whatever it was. So um, nothing really rattles her much. And she's been through the fire last year a lot. And uh, to see what she's doing for us right now, it's just really exciting. Speaking of exciting, Jocelyn Allo in one of her final at-bats here at Maruta Heinz Field hits one out of the stadium. Um, <laughs> she's setting a mark that's probably never going to be matched for home runs. But she's hitting over 500. Just her continual growth as a player with all the expectations, cover of ESPN, the magazine this past week, and she still continues to excel. She's um, She's got a good head on her shoulders, and she's come a long way. I, I can tell you I don't know that I've been more proud of a young lady in our program from where she has started to where she is now is just indescribable. And she's really turned into a woman. She's a good team player. She's a good teammate in the dugout where you know the queen could sit at the end of the dugout and wait for her time to bat if she wanted to and nobody would say a thing but she is talking to the team she's totally engaged in it um, yelling at the dugout to be louder you know things like that uh, just that it's been such a pleasure and such a wonderful journey to be just on the sidelines watching her grow through this it's fun it's fun yeah. she's immersed herself in it all and then Speaking of the super seniors, there's Taylor Snow, who, as you've joked about, said no to you out of high school, but she never ne never gave up. She ends up back here and is a starting first baseman. Obviously, we talk about Hope. We've seen what she can do. Jana Johns has been a great third baseman for you, but just in talking about the players who played their final game here today, there's not many three-time captains in any sport. No, gosh. And Lindsay Elam. She's wow. Gonna, she's crushing my heart as the time starts <laughs> to tick down because she has just been money and just – the leader, the captain, I could trust her. She says what she has to say, doesn't care what people think. She's not trying to be liked or popular. She's just very level-headed. Uh, I really hope she goes into coaching. Jana Johns has been a hard-working third baseman, was real clutch this weekend as well. So I love what they're doing at Neener, great at first, and all of them contributing big. 
One of my favorite traditions is taking down the panel on the wall. But the coolest moment happened when I saw Champ, man. Your, your grandson is yeah. like running right into yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. And just to see that tradition, it's got to be cool to be a part of. Very, very cool. And I was worried that they weren't going to be able to get it off. <laughs> but I will share something with you, Plank. Okay. Um, JT made an announcement to the team and said, told them what, what they're having. They're having a, a baby, but I don't think, oh. I, I don't know. I'm supposed okay. to say it out loud. Right. But they, JT said a certain name would be the name, the middle name of the baby, if we win the national championship, which is why Champ is has champ. his name. So if we win it all, this team will be responsible for naming a kid. And that is something they are fired up over. So, Another grandson, our granddaughter, we don't I, know. I'm not going to tell we, you. I don't say. think I'm supposed to. But since, since you mentioned JT and Coach Rocha, um, I like to talk about the staff because I just, not, not just your coaches, but, you know, Sid's been here for a while now. You see, you mentioned Hope Troutwine, but you sparked something in Shannon Sale where she's a, a, a coach now. Uh, coach Z coming over and not even knowing what her future is. This, and from Jake and Dane and everyone, yeah. this is a pretty good staff. It is. They're very committed. They're very uh, detailed. Z is, uh, Kristen Zaleski left, left a full-time head coaching position to come be a volunteer and has made, uh, done wonders for us. Fale, Sid, brought Fale back. Mm -hmm. Sid, Shannon going into coaching. I'm really excited about that. Everybody pitches in, everybody does their job from Dane, getting these guys strong. Patrick doing all of your social media, Jake getting all the equipment together. And, there's so many of them. I don't know that I could mention them all. And we all. didn't even mention Jackie. I mean, oh, my I'm going to be in trouble for I mean, her. She's my right arm and my left arm. So, yeah, I'm very, very fortunate, but very blessed. Then to pigeonhole that too, Jen Rocha, to see the challenge of, you know, last year, G. Warris didn't pitch in the Super Regional, right? And then she was the most outstanding player of the Women's College World Series. You know, you, I mean, to see what she's done with these pitchers since she came here has got to be pretty special. I am, I gosh, I can't even tell you how honored I am that she's on the staff. It was a hard get, and when she came here, I was kind of in disbelief, like, really? <laughs> you really want to do this? <laughs> uh, so I, I could tell you that in my mind, she's the best pitching coach in the country. She gets the most out of our pitchers and her style is very connected it's very very connectable that this pitching staff is very tight they've become their own team within a team and she's a leader of that she's, she works diligently to make them the best they can be so final one coach yep. we're gassing up the bus yeah we're heading up i-35 yes. we're gonna take exit 132a yes sir nothing new but what's kind of the keys here early in the week and managing and getting ready for this massive massive opportunity rest uh, focus uh, recovery um, hard work on the field and just the freedom to be you and play free swing free let's go have a blast championship mindset yes sir That's what it's all about yes. congratulations coach thank you all right we're gonna jump in here it's time for a break patty gasso headed back to the women's college world series the bracket is set we'll run down that for you coming up as well as the OU Baseball Regional Bracket that's out back after this. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. <laughs> there would be an odor. The T-Row in the Morning Show on the home of Sooner fans.